T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Here we go, final hour, Andrew Whitworth, Ram and Bengal great Super Bowl champion, joins us coming up in about eight minutes. Keep it locked in right here. He'll be a part of that legion of Amazon talent. Dude, there, there's like 900 people on those Amazon oh, yeah. broadcasts. Yeah. So they are all in. And This we'll, just hit, they've got a lot of money over at Amazon. Well, yes. Um, look. Mr. Bezos's people always make sure my packages arrive on time. Yeah. I, I, my family is a very satisfied Amazon customer. So, well, I thought you didn't have. Uh, I don't have Prime, Prime but I, we still order stuff on Amazon. I you don't have. To I have thought Prime. In, you don't have to have Prime to get Amazon delivered to you, right? But then you oh, so you pay for the shipping and see that I thought that was the whole idea behind Prime was to. Avoid the shipping and handling. I don't know. Maybe my That's maybe what I my do. wife has it. I don't know. Okay. My wife and Kelly constantly order stuff oh, on they've Amazon. Oh, they've got it. They've got it. If I if you I want to check that out, if I want to order stuff on Amazon, it's like you know I, I've tried to commit treason. You know, Dad wants to order something. <laughs> Why do you need that? I'm just kidding. Sorry. Seven, Seventeen jobs, and he can't order a a candy bar on Amazon. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> outside of like my Under Armour pants. <laughs> You know, I, I I really don't have anything to order on Amazon. I hear you. you All know, right. Well, they do. Speaking um, of Amazon Prime, obviously, again, Thursday night football Washington will kick off. Bears week two. Week five will be a part of that Absolutely. package. And uh, how, you and I both have the commanders getting to the playoffs. Right. What's the record? Okay. So you have them at 10 wins. I got 10 and 7. All right. I'm going to do what is going to annoy you and just say somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know how it actually gets done. The Commanders make the playoffs as a nine-win team. I I don't. I was leaning towards ten wins when Brian Robinson was healthy and and rocking and rolling. And I truly thought this defense would be more prepared on third down against you know better competition and against higher level quarterbacks. Maybe when I thought at one point Chase Young would be ready for week one, I was leaning towards 10 wins, which scared me enough to make me think, Chris, don't don't be that stupid. You you know, you pick them to be 500 every year or 9-7 and seven every year or last year was 9-8, and eight, um, and you always get burnt. I think I did the same thing. I had them at 9-8 and eight last year, having made the playoffs, and I was wrong, 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 wrong. But as you pointed out, they won seven games with everything in the world going wrong for the most part last year. 
So I would say this. I know, I know that I am probably a glutton for punishment here. But at 9-8, and eight, I do believe you can still get in, again, via tiebreaker as the last wildcard team. And if this team is 9-8, and eight, Pete, and it certainly has nine-win talent, don't let anybody tell you that they don't. But they make too many mistakes for me to fall in love with them for 10. And I know, again, at 9, I'm asking for a bunch of mathematicians and a bunch of you know, nerds, uh, number nerds coming out there in beakers and lab coats and trying to figure out how they can get the common record fourth tiebreaker over the Arizona Cardinals to make it in. Somehow, someway, by the grace of the football gods, and hopefully for this freaking radio show and this station, the commanders keep it interesting enough. They're not good enough to win 10 or 11 games in my eyes. Keep it interesting enough to be right there going into those final two games at home and find a way to get to nine wins and win a a, a conference tiebreaker somehow, some way. Finish nine and eight and make the playoffs. And at that point, you would say, "Well, that's year two of Carson Wentz, almost sure assuredly." And you would also say, "Look, they would be heavy underdogs uh, against whoever they would play in the first round of the playoffs." But at least they give themselves a chance. At least they give themselves a chance. Is there any chance, let's talk about caveats of the season, is there any chance that Jack Del Rio does not coordinate all 16 games? Sure. 17 games. Oh, I, th- I think there's absolutely a decent chance. I mean, I, is that, I, I is believe that the for, next, because Scott signed the three-year extension. Yeah, yeah. So if there's another move to be made yes. from that standpoint, that's it. isn't it, that's the only one that really is available out there, right? I mean, that's a needle mover. Like, I mean, I guess if things are as bad as I'm worried about on special teams, I guess they could fire fire Nate Katzer. But that's not going to move the needle. Isn't that, though, I mean. Del Rio is going to move the needle. Yeah. You know, Del Rio is what, Del Rio's, the the blood from Jack Del Rio is what Commander's fans are going to want on their hands if things go sideways. Can he, look, and, and let's face it, as I've said all along, you can talk about Big Red all you want. This team getting to 10 wins and competing for a playoff spot is all about the defense. The offense has enough ability. The defense must live up to its end of the bargain. Mm-hmm. Is that possible? Can they do that? Is that possible over 17 games for them as they are currently situated mm-hmm. to be able to do that? All right. I don't think this defense needs to be great in order to be effective. Got to be better than 48% on third down, though. You need to be around 40% on third down, and you can't be the 28th-ranked pass defense against a bunch of, not jabronis, but certainly not the gauntlet of potential and current Hall of Famers that you had last year. Can't let you're, You face the number one rushing offense in the league twice. You can't let them run it down your throat. What I, that's what I worry about. Is I think they'll be better on third down. I think they'll be better pass defense-wise. I think they'll be better communication-wise. I think William Jackson III will be better. I think Jamin Davis will be better. I very much worry about this team stopping the run. I've said this throughout the offseason. We've talked about the schedule, what you just said. Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor, uh, the double duo in Dallas, Philadelphia. Different styles, different ways. Green Bay, perfect. Uh, Different styles, different ways. I really think they are going to be regress, and my opinion, fairly significantly against the run. Top, I think they were eighth overall last year, and I think they will progress 
into the top 20 in pass defense and third down defense, I think so, that means probably you meet somewhere in the middle and you're maybe like, I don't know, the 16th best overall defense in either yards allowed or in terms of points allowed. I don't think this is a great defense by any stretch of the imagination, but I think it does not leak the major oil that it leaked last year. Well, not only that, but Chris, they didn't change the personnel. So either philosophically they've got to change or individually players have to be better. That's the only way this gets better this year against the run. They didn't change the personnel. Well, you're well, you're right. I'm, well, they lost Settle and Ionitis, and yeah, Chase is obviously backups, not though. there. Again, those are backups. I, don't, I know. Your starters have to be better. I'm not worried about like, I don't think the run issues this year are going to be a result of talent. or per- I-, I think it's just going to be the teams that they're going against, the styles that they're going against, uh, and just the law of averages. I don't think they were great stopping the run last year. They just teams threw on them. I mean, that, that's ultimately, uh, in my mind, uh, where they got to clean this thing up. And it, if it's not about personnel – then it's certainly going to have to be about philosophy right on time. Please be joined now by, it's weird not calling him a Ram or a Bengal, it's Amazon's Andrew Whitworth joining us now. Andrew, Pete, and Chris here in D.C. Appreciate a few minutes today. How are you, sir? Pete and Chris, what's going on, man? I appreciate y'all having me on. Uh, Andrew, man, congratulations on not only uh, ending your career with a Super Bowl championship, but the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, uh, you made me cry. Uh, I'm a big old teddy bear when it comes to that stuff. Everything you've done in your NFL career and in the community, you, your family, your wife, um, man, you know, it just – like, it's awesome. Like, congratulations, dude. Uh, we're really, really, really happy for you. And congratulations on last night, even though the Rams got, uh, you know, kind of blown blown out. That was a really cool honor that you got to do. It was. That was really special. To have the opportunity to be a part of the banner celebration was really neat. And then, you know, to uh, be the MC for it, something new and different, never done before. I've never been nervous before a game to have to talk before. That's very <laughs> interesting for me. So it was uh, it was a fun experience, a lot of good energy, and, and definitely something we'll remember. We, we Look, we see you guys on Sundays, Mondays, Thursdays, whenever the games are now. You know, we look at you as gladiators, warriors, uh, you know, behind, men behind the helmet, almost like machines. To be able to share that moment with your family sitting on the field with all the confetti falling from the roof and everything after 16 amazing years in this league and how much the game has given you and you've given the game just kind of capsulize that moment for us what was so special about it for you and to be able to call your shot and go out that way yeah I think there's a lot of really special things about it I mean really the whole ending the play the franchise you were with for 11 years that you gave your heart and soul to to now this new place, this new journey, you and your whole family picked up and moved all the way across the country to L.A., uh, a new start with no idea how it's going to finish. And to be able to go and do all of that and finish it the way we did, be 40 years old, to have played as much ball as I've had, I've had the opportunity to play. I think it was just a special moment where you think about all the people that have either coached or taught or mentored or been just, you know, support, love, everything, a part of your career – for us to sit in that circle and think about those people, the moments of adversity, injuries, things you've overcome, times you've doubted yourself, uh, and then got that belief and confidence back and, and achieved something new and different. I think just sitting in that circle, having that moment with the family to just kind of, hey, everything's crazy around you right now. It's all this celebration. Let's just sit still for one second and feel 
all that emotion. It was just such a special moment. You can follow Super Bowl champion Andrew Whitworth on Twitter at Andrew Whitworth and NFL on Prime at NFL on Prime. And, of course, watch the debut, Andrew and the entire Thursday Night Football crew on Prime Video this Thursday, September the 15th, the official debut of the new Thursday Night Football package, the Chargers and the Chiefs. Coverage begins at 7 o'clock Eastern time uh, with TNF tonight. And Andrew and many others will be a part of that coverage. So looking forward forward uh, to that and a new venture. Um, so last night, be honest, how thankful were you that you didn't have to go against Von Miller and the Bills defense? Well, you know, Von Miller's always been a really special player, and, and, you know, that defense played really well last year. I mean, everybody talks about Josh Allen, the offense, but, you know, they were they were really they were really a force last season, and, and you knew they were going to be good this year. But then to add a guy like Von Miller, I've said this all along, I've known him, I've played him a ton of times. Um but what I was shocked with last year is the presence he brought to the locker room, mm. the, the challenger he was. Like, he challenged guys every day. And, and I thought that he was going to have that kind of impact on their defense. I didn't realize he'd have as much as he did because you could tell he was leading the way and those guys were feeding off of him. And, and you can tell what a presence he has already in that locker room. You know, Andrew, obviously a, 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 an offense that Buffalo had on display, we saw this last year, but for a team like that, that and you, you were on many playoff teams with the Bengals even before you got uh, to the Rams, for players, what is that angst like knowing that you're this close, you're, you're a couple plays away, you're a little more urgency away from uh, achieving that ultimate goal? Because that looked like a Buffalo team last night that was extremely focused on the task at hand and bringing in a leader like Vaughn just might be the kind of guy that helps an Epinesa and a Rousseau raise that standard uh, in that room. That looked like a tremendous football team last night. And does a team have that angst and that urgency when they're as close as Buffalo was last year? Yeah, I really think you look at it. They've probably spent seven months now sitting there thinking about how that Kansas City game ended and building up an anger and a passion for their response. You know, because that's the tough part. When you lose in the playoffs, like they always say, there's only one team that ever really ends their NFL season happy because when you lose in the playoffs, you were that close and you thought you had this opportunity to win the Super Bowl. And then you lose it in a situation like that where you played great and it just came down to who had the ball last. Um, I think you could imagine they've been waiting for this moment for, for a long time. And so you really saw a team that the passion, the urgency to show we're for real and this time we're not going to let it slip through our fingers. I, I think that you can tell they, they have a chip on their shoulder. They've got an energy about themselves. Um, and they looked that way for four quarters last night. It'll be interesting to see, can they keep that emotion? Can they keep that passion throughout the year? Absolutely. Uh, again, check out Prime Video for the official debut of Thursday Night Football next Thursday, or this Thursday, I guess. Uh, September the 15th, the L.A. Chargers traveling to Arrowhead to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. New look uh, from them. Coverage beginning again at 7 o'clock Eastern time with TNF tonight. And Andrew Whitworth and the crew will be a part of that coverage as a new era of the NFL on Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime Video uh, hits us. So make sure you check out that. Andrew, um, speaking of the Chiefs and the, and, and the Chargers, obviously the Chiefs losing 
losing uh, Tyreek Hill coming off of the AFC Championship loss to, again, your former organization, the Bengals, uh, and how that went down, but being perennial favorites. The Chargers loading up on defense, and Lord knows they needed it. Um, how do you see the AFC West arguably, the, maybe not arguably, the best division in football shaking out, and is it all about week two in terms of setting the tone for the rest of the year? Yeah, I mean, you look at this, what an amazing game to get started off. I mean, I think it's it's an honor to be a part of NFL on Prime, but to, to start off with Chiefs Chargers, uh, wow. I mean, probably two of the best teams in the NFL, and, and it's going to be an electrifying conference and division. I mean, the AFC has got a lot of talent, and, and you look in that division, it's, I think you'd have to say it's probably the best division in football this season, just on paper looking at the season. Um, I think this matchup's going to be special. Uh, but here, you know, the thing is, the Raiders and the Broncos are just as good. So this game's so pivotal for them because whoever wins it already is a leg up in the division. And you got a Chargers-Raiders game going the week before. So, I mean, this could, this game could mean a lot real early in the season for one of these teams. So I, I think it's going to be amazing. that you. What does Patrick Mahomes look like without Tyreek Hill? You know, what's the progression of Justin Herbert? I mean, where does the next step go? We saw Josh Allen's next step last week. You know, where does Justin Herbert go into this year? So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be an amazing game, and and, uh, we can't wait to cover it, talk about it, and uh, create a really cool experience for fans to watch. Andrew, week five, you guys are going to have Chicago against the Commanders from here in Washington. And, look, I mean, for Washington, it's simple. They, They made a bold move at quarterback a very talented guy. You've played with several talented guys over a 16-year NFL career. What separates the guy with talent that finds success from the guy like Carson Wentz right now who's had that confidence shaken a little bit but is now attempting to find it with a fresh start, a new beginning, and a new offensive philosophy uh, here in Washington in your mind? Yeah, I think when you really look at it with Carson Wentz, it's, it's one of those things that you, you had some early success, and some of it was built upon the after-the-play, what I would call, plays. It, it's like, hey, you know what? It broke down. You found a way to break a sack. Uh, very Ben Roethlisberger-type plays. You were, you were hard to bring down. You, you got out of the pocket. You found people down the field. Um, you probably got away with just using some of your athleticism and your nature to just be a ball player to be successful. And then it's all right, now that you're, you've been in the league, people kind of know that about you. They're going to do a good job trying to keep you in the pocket, make you play quarterback from the pocket, and they understand you're hard to bring down, so that's a focus defensively every week they play you. How do you grow and mature as a player? What, what parts of your game are you improving? And I think that's really what's going to have to happen for him is that we've got to see you improve in the ability to deliver the football, make good decisions, and some of those plays that you got away with early in your career have now turned into plays where you're having some of these wild turnovers and bad decisions. And how do we get you to play within the, the framework of we got to have productive football, efficient football, but we can't turn the ball over and we can't put our team in a situation where we've always got to overcome things. And so I think that's really the next step for him is learning how to manage the game. Even though people hate to call a quarterback a game manager – the best quarterbacks that have played the game mm-hmm. have been really good at what they do and also been really good game managers. I mean, Peyton Manning managed um, the game amazingly. Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Philip Rivers, you name it. I mean, these guys, that's what they do. Um, so it, it's how does he become that to manage, hey, how do we win? That's the goal. It's not the splash plays. It's how do we win and play winning football. No doubt about it. Andrew, uh, Super Bowl champion, 
Uh, and now Thursday Night Football on Prime, uh, on Amazon Prime, analyst and uh, correspondent, uh, and just a better person from everything I know about you. Uh, you know, I got to work with Sean McVay here for a number of years, and he speaks incredibly highly of you, of course. And uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, we can't thank you enough for your time, and best of luck with the Thursday Night Football on Prime Video coverage. We'll be watching and hopefully uh, get you back on at some point uh, here throughout the year. Sounds great, man. I look forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. we got a great crew, and uh, it's going to be a great season. Absolutely. No doubt. Andrew, appreciate it. And, hey, man, enjoy some life for yourself now. Mm-hmm. You're giving this game 16 great years. Appreciate the time, and uh, we'll talk to you later on during the course of the year. Yeah, thank you all. You got it. Andrew Whitworth joining us. The dude was 16 years, the pride of Monroe, Louisiana. You ever been to Monroe, Louisiana? I have not. I have um, not. When we stayed in Monroe, they told us and our players – don't linger outside your hotel because Why? there might be some unsavoriness out there. And, in fact, there was. A 1984 green Toyota Corolla just oh. driving out on the sidewalk in front of our hotel uh-huh. with a lady of the evening just hoping oh. one of those young midshipmen would step outside their hotel room and perhaps sample oh. those wares. But Wait, I'm, so is Monroe close to Baton Rouge or New, no, or New Orleans? We played at Louisiana Tech. Oh, okay. And there's no real hotels in Ruston. Uh-huh. So most of the teams that go play Louisiana Tech stay in Monroe. So okay. that's why. They had a nice restaurant, though, at the end of the street. That was pretty good. We did walk that. Had a good time. There you go. Good food down there. In I've beautiful. only been to New Orleans once, oh. and it was for RG3's debut. Oh, and I never really got to sample the food fair down there oh because my. I was too busy drinking myself Look, to oblivion. Now, my people will make fun of me at Navy for some of the stuff I order when we go. Like, I don't order, like, all this exotic gumbo and crawfish and all that other stuff. And Travis Etouffee. You know, I mean, I, I probably – next time we ever play at Tulane, I'll ask, Bi- I'll ask uh, Brian Mitchell, you know, where we should go or stuff like that. But um, – the food there is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just. I mean, I've been to Tulane now multiple times. So we've mm. been to New Orleans multiple. It's just, just ridiculous. Doesn't I gotta matter. Spend some time. Down doesn't there. matter where you go. It's always incredibly tasty. We've got more to come here over the final forty minutes of the show. Russell's got his dumb dumb of the day, ready to finish up a strong week there. Commanders getting set for the Jacksonville Jaguars. All that and more. We got. 37 more minutes for you to chime in if you want. 301-230-0980. Hit us up between now and the lunch hour. Doc and Linnell coming your way at the top of the hour. It's all right here. Russell and Medhurst, 9 to noon on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
Our good friend Anthony passing along to us. Bleacher Report saying Lamar and the Ravens failing to come to an agreement. Now, Friday's the deadline. Friday's not over until 11.59 tonight. No, the Ravens actually came oh, out with a statement. They, yeah, okay, so, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. No, I appreciate Anthony, uh, who's always very good uh, uh, to us, uh, passing that. I, I meant to ask um, Andrew Whitworth about that, but... Uh, the Ravens statement basically from Eric DaCosta said, despite both eff- uh, best efforts on both sides, we were unable to reach a contract extension uh, with Lamar Jackson. We greatly appreciate how he's handled this process. We're excited about our team with Lamar leading the way. We will continue That's to work I want. towards a long-term contract after the season. But for now, we are looking forward to a successful I want a motivated number campaign. eight. Every week, my guy's going to be out there looking to show you to get you to show him the money. Can't that also work against you, though? Like some guys feel that pressure? Uh, I don't know if it's pressure, but I think what happens is a guy tries to do too much. Mm. I think Lamar sometimes might try to do too much. Uh, You could in that situation, but I believe I've got a motivated football player for my projected Super Bowl champion now. That's what I was hoping for. I didn't want a contract. I didn't want to relax because he was going to get $235 million. I got a motivated guy. Uh, one other uh, news uh, item that we need to pass along, uh, this courtesy of my podcast partner at the Locked on Commanders podcast, David Harrison. Hello, David. Uh, who is on uh, the sidelines. Cam Curl headed into the side field as the team breaks out in a position group. group not official, but looks like, looks like right now another DNP for Cam Curl. Now, I would caution everybody and say it's not absolutely certain that he can't play on s- Sunday, even if he does not practice Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Again, like you just described your Navy linebacker. I mean, there's ways that they can at least patch it up and protect it. Now, I don't. what I don't know and what I would guess is going to be the reality is do you want to take a risk that you can re-hurt, re-damage, do further damage to the thumb and area if you throw him out there? You know what I'm saying? Sure. So I I would say probably not for Cam Curl, but I until they rule him out for sure. I you know. That Jeremy, does that mean more playing time for thirty nine? The thirty nine car getting more intensity yeah. this week. Your special teams captain. Hell yeah. Your alternate special teams captain. Hell Come yeah. and get him thirty nine. Yeah. Come and get him, big fella. And, and the guy that was on the show two weeks ago, Derek Forrest. Yep. I mean, listen, this is his time to shine, right? I mean, I, I would presume that they're going to probably play less Buffalo nickel in this game with Cam Curl maybe not being out uh, uh, available. Like, right, it would seem to me, even though you've got five safeties and technically a sixth and Troy Apke if they wanted to call him up. But uh, if you've got – if you're missing one of your best safeties, one of your two top safeties, Cam Curl, I would think playing a heavy Buffalo nickel package – against a team that's going to be likely an 11 personnel with three receivers at minimum to spread you out and two decent backs out of the backfield, I would think you're going to play less Buffalo nickel is is what I'm getting at, um, and more traditional nickel. That's just me. I could be wrong, but that's just me. Um, but that doesn't mean that Jeremy Reeves and D- uh, Derek Forrest can't have big impacts, of course. And Derek Forrest is one of those guys that, like, they didn't have him at the beginning of last season. Um, They didn't have him at the beginning of last season, but uh, he can help you on special teams. That is a big strength of his. 
I think he's I, – and I, I think, look, again, I watched him play at Cincinnati. I think he's got a chance to step in. Is he as good as Cam Curl? By nature, no, because he hasn't had as much uh, experience in a game yet. Mm-hmm. But this is opportunity now that knocks here for Derek right. Forrest more than likely. Uh, and Jeremy Reeve both likely to get uh, more snaps. Before our this week. Saturday six-pack picks mm-hmm. in college football, and I know you've already made them on the It's College Football podcast. That's exactly right, my friend. Uh, before we do that, uh, we have to make official picks for the Commanders and the Jaguars. I will go first. I heard Kevin Sheehan say that he thinks it's going to be a close game. I believe Jacksonville is going to cover, but I believe Washington can still win. He picked them 21-20. Right, which is the exact definition of straddling the fence so that you cover yourself (laughs) in as many ways as you can. Washington wins but doesn't cover. Take the Jaguars plus the two and a half. Look at Kevin Sheehan covering that. Took us. Passing the smell test. All right. I, my friend, am going to go in a different direction. Ooh. I believe that. If these players play with the urgency, I believe there is a redemption tour going on here for Big Red and Trevor Lawrence, both. Trevor Lawrence, not happy with what uh, transpired last year in his rookie year. Carson Wentz, certainly not happy with how he was portrayed in his exit from Indianapolis. I think both quarterbacks give us a good show on Sunday in the rain. That Keep that in mind. Weather's going to be a factor. That is a mild concern, but I believe Washington gets this done on Sunday, 24-17. I, I like that pick. I, however, am not as confident as you in terms of the final margin. Mr. Pessimist. <laughs> but begrudgingly, because I do think Jacksonville can absolutely win this game if Washington continues to do what it does Far too often, which is shoot its own self in the foot. Ouch. Washington can play with anybody in this league. I truly believe that. They can beat anybody on any given day in this league. Far too often, they beat themselves. Far too often. And and I know other teams do it as well. Far too often, this team plays in a way that is not only uninspiring, but also in in a way that is mind-boggling at times and, again, is the number one reason the way they play, the number one reason why they're average, mediocre, subpar, terrible, whatever way you want to describe it. However, even while with a healthy dose of respect for the Jacksonville, this Sunday, and I truly believe they can win this game, I'm going to go with the Washington Commanders to go 1-0 and win 20 to 17. So they will cover the two and a half. Now, if it goes up to three, depending on your book, obviously, you know, that would be a draw or, you know, scratch, whatever. I'm I'm going with what I last saw, two and a half point favorites. Washington minus the two and a half. I'll take that. Washington straight up, 20 to 17. Both of us have them going one and oh. Both of us have them going to the playoffs. Pete has them winning 10, going 10 and seven. I have them winning uh, the 15th tiebreaker and finishing at nine and eight. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to get the games going and get it done for real coming up this week, Sunday afternoon, one o'clock, likely in some rain and showers. Bring the parka, bring the umbrella, and get your job done at FedEx Field rooting for the commanders coming up this weekend. Time now to unveil our Saturday six pack. Do, 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 do. 
Would you like me to go first or would you like to go first? I want you to go first. You are the smarter college football mind. You have the uh, picks already. It's College Football Podcast. Again, check that out with Joe Miller and Pedro Medhurst. That's right, ladies and, and gentlemen. You, and you beat me last week. You were 2-1. and one. I Always was 1-2. Always good to win more than you lose. That's what you're trying to do with these selections on the weekend. This weekend, ladies and gentlemen, get your bus ready, your limousine, your moped, however you do it. We're heading to Tobacco Road for a Tobacco Road trio of selections. All three games take place in the state of North Kakalaki coming up this weekend. Game number one. In fact, I'm going to the really smart kids here, just like Kelly Medhurst and her principal's honor roll grades. These kids all had principal's honor roll. That's why they're at places like Vanderbilt and Wake Forest. Yes, Sammy Hartman cleared for Wake Forest. Yes, that offense is really good. But yes, Second-year coach Clark Lee, former defensive coordinator at Notre Dame. That defense is better. That Vanderbilt team looks more representative. Oh, Vanderbilt Commodores getting 13 on the road at Wake Forest. Give me the Vanderbilt Commodores. Who the hell said that over the last couple of years? Give me the Vanderbilt Commodores. They were feisty in Hawaii two weeks ago or whatever it was. 63-10. to 10. Uh-huh. That's, 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 feisty. that's more than feisty. That's yeah. kicking their ass. Plus 13 in Vanderbilt coming up this week. All right. Game number two, we move from Winston-Salem, North Carolina, over to Durham, North Carolina. Mm. That's right. After we crack open a cold one and another 12 o'clock game. These are 12 o'clock games for those of you perusing. Duke smashing Temple under first-year man. Another Former Notre Dame assistant, Mike Elko. Of course, he was at Texas A&M as well. That means he's good. People want it. In his debut, Duke destroyed Temple 30 to nothing. The Duke Blue Devils are a six and a half point underdog. That's right. Underdog. One of my favorite underrated animated superheroes. Duke getting six and a half. Take the Blue Devils and Mike Elko. This week. Game, who, who are they playing against? Uh, Northwestern. Northwestern. Game number three. Not quite the same academia, but it's close. We go to Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Yeah, you got to be a student to get into North Carolina. I mean, I mean, Pete just circled the state of North Carolina and, and, and did bullseye, bullseye, bullseye. Right, it's a great degree. You get a degree from North Carolina, that's a great degree. Opens up some doors for you. Interesting matchup this week with the Sun Belts, Georgia State. Last week, North Carolina and Appalachian State played one of the games for the ages. And Mr. May showed he was ready to be a primetime player quarterback for North Carolina. This line is incredibly low to me at BetMGM. At BetMGM, it's listed at minus four and a half. But I'll even give it to you at minus seven, where it is at a couple of other sports books. So we'll call minus seven. Brian Powell, write it down, minus seven. Okay? We'll go by what ESPN closes it at in the box score on Saturday. That's usually what we do. But I think North Carolina's going to score a lot of points again. I think North Carolina's going to win this game by more than a touchdown because they can flat out score the football. Gene Chizik's defense can't stop anybody. They have to get better this week. Don't they? 
We'll see. So give me Carolina minus seven, Duke plus six and a half, and Vanderbilt plus 13. You know, you just made our pal Melissa uh, very happy. She is a Tar Heel girl and then some. And it was her birthday. I believe it was yesterday. Uh, yesterday. Happy birthday, Melissa. And thanks for always supporting Russell and Medhurst. All right. So here's my Saturday six-pack picks, and we'll go through it quickly. Not enough time for a lot of analysis because we still got dum-dum of the day to close things out before we turn it over to Doc and Linnell and Burgundy and Gold today. Uh, one and two week last week. I only won on Arkansas, Virginia Tech. <laughs> Please show up. Please do better. I'm going to take right here on the T980, 230, the pregame. Our friend Mike Loxley, who was on the show yesterday. If you missed it, check out the podcast, Russell and Benners, the T980.com. Also on Odyssey. Mike Loxley, minus the 26 and a half for the Terps, laying a big, big number against the 0-2 and so far hapless Charlotte 49ers in Charlotte. And like you said, good track record there. I'm getting a little greedy here and rolling with the Terps. Minus 26 and a half. Better defense, better running game. This one I'm really juiced up about. 330, Neyland Stadium in front of 110,000 orange creamsicles. Mm. The Tennessee Vols, baby. Josh Minus Heibel. six. Hendon Hooker. Oh, yeah. Hendon Hooker. And open up them bears. Don't get yourself a hooker, though. <clears throat> Against Pitt, which played their hearts out with Keaton Slovis in the backyard brawl against West Virginia last Thursday. A little extra time to prepare for this one, but still, that's a tough environment. Pitt, obviously not a great defensive team. I'm going to go with Tennessee, minus the six. And finally, this one also is juicy to me. We saw what Anthony Richardson did to Utah last Saturday night in the swamp. What will he do against Mr. Stoops and the Kentucky Wildcats? I don't know if he'll be as good. I don't know if he'll be as dominant, as explosive. Billy Napier, game number two, back in the swamp. SEC matchup. These ones are usually tight. Kentucky, all the respect in the world for them. But I'm going to take AR, the talent, for a second week in a row. Minus the six for the Gators. Chomp, chomp. Minus six for Florida over Kentucky. Tennessee minus six over Pitt. And the Terps laying the big one. Minus 26 and a half. 49ers, of course, lost to William and Mary last week and off to an 0-2 start under Will Healy, who many thought would be one of the bigger coaching candidates in the offseason. Maryland with a chance to go 2-0 on the road. Right now, he tells us what's trending. All right, so we have a bunch of news and notes from the commanders. As we mentioned, Cam Curl uh, loosened up in individuals and then went off to the side. So looks like a DNP for third straight day for Cam Curl and maybe uh, being ruled out. We will see what Ron Rivera has to say. According to reporters on the scene, Cam Sims is participating in individuals yet again. Uh, and, uh, you know, obviously that is a good sign moving forward. What does Andrew Whitworth think about the Washington Commanders and Carson Wentz? Well, we asked the retired Super Bowl champion and now Thursday night football on Amazon Prime analyst and correspondent just earlier this hour. You can hit it up on the Odyssey Rewind feature at the Team 980. Uh, and Matt will have a uh, podcast for you at Russell and Medhurst at the Team980.com shortly 
after the show ends. You will not want to miss that. And the Nationals off their uh, win in St. Louis yesterday afternoon on their way to Philadelphia to meet up with old friend Bryce Harper and Kyle Schwarber and the Philadelphia Phillies. Action tonight on The Fan, and that's what's trending. Alright, final segment of the show before we get to watch football all weekend long. In fact, I'll be broadcasting a high school football game on YouTube tonight. Spalding and Imatep Trotter from Pennsylvania. Can't wait to get over there to see Coach Kyle Schmidt's team up there at Spalding. Right now, my good friend across the board here is going to tell you who's the dumb dumb of the day. It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day on Russell and Medhurst. All right, I'm going to admit that I didn't have a good one and a good candidate for idiocy uh, today. So my buddy at Boston DG (laughs) helped us out. And this is courtesy (laughs) of Jess Arnold from WUSA 9 TV here in the Washington, D.C. area. Fairfax County Police shared a reckless driving citation this week on social media. But you might be wondering, well, what's... Unique and interesting about that. Well, Pete, what are you not supposed to do in school zones? Um, Sell drugs and drive really fast. Yeah. Do you think driving 90 miles per hour in a school zone, in a school zone in Fairfax County is a smart idea? Isn't that where Jason Worth got his ticket and uh, not trouble? in a school zone, but in Fairfax County? But, I but 90 plus gets you in trouble. Oh, yeah. Especially in a school zone. What's a school Again, zone? 45, 35? No, it's, uh, the school zone posted here was 25. So this person's going 90 in a 25? Right. Triple, triple the posted amount. The hell were they driving? Yeah. So here's the deal. Listen, I, I know I talk about Marquise Hollywood Brown a lot uh, and his idiocy when it comes to behind the wheel. I know I talk to people about traffic and driving and whatever. Listen, people. I just can't say it anymore. Stop being reckless beeps. I can't say what you are. You're beyond dum-dums. You are literally putting not only your own life, but so many other lives in unnecessary jeopardy because you think you have to get somewhere really fast. Remember, over the summer... In June, two Fairfax County Public School students were killed because of reckless and aggressive driving in that same area. Stop doing it. Stop. Just don't be a bleep. And for that, even though you're going to go unnamed, it's okay. Whoever you are, and if anybody's listening, don't be a dum-dum. And don't do this. Congratulations. Congratulations. You're Chris's dum-dum of the day. I repeated what he said. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations. Double congratulations. You get the point. It's okay. Um, I mean, look, 90 and a 25 just incomprehensibly stupid. 
Uh, it, it's just, it's, it's, I mean, it, it's, we all have children, you know, mm-hmm. and it just to know, especially now because we have so much uh, bus service that's not happening in many of our communities. Yeah. I mean, I'm hearing horror stories about kids, teachers who can't get to school on time because they're stuck in traffic backups because so many parents are now outside of schools trying to drop their kids off because we don't have bus transportation like we used to have anymore. I mean, all these things that we took for granted are now becoming a gigantic issue in every community. And for somebody, we've got more kids out there on on feet than ever before. Please, you know, please don't be a dumb dumb. We talk about passing school buses and all that other stuff. We've got people that do that still on a regular basis. Well, most of these new modern buses are being built with these cameras on the side now that will will take your picture if you do that Mm -hmm. while the red lights are on. And uh, you will suffer the consequences. And they should. Most notably. Again, I will be out at Spalding tonight. Uh, if you're in the area there watching that game, come on, you know, you see me. I'm very approachable. I'm the bald guy with glasses. I'll have my glasses. See, when I broadcast football, I actually wear my glasses. Oh. So, All you know, right. blue frames. Um, I'll be that guy up there tonight. Looking forward to doing that. So, and looking forward to watching football. I mean. And you have it, Navy Memphis tomorrow. Got Navy and Memphis. Uh, coming up tomorrow at a Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium, 3.30 kickoff uh, for what should be a really good football game and a must-win game for both teams because both teams didn't. Both teams have played to such a high standard over the last 10 years. Neither team met that standard last week, so you're going to have two really hungry football teams playing with a great sense of urgency uh, out there. And that game, of course, on the Navy Radio Network starting at 2.35 uh, tomorrow afternoon. But I just love this time of year, Chris, from September to May, it's nothing but football. Um, also want to bring attention, too, to an event tomorrow. I'm going to be stopping by ribbon cutting uh, for the field renovation at Hot Sox Field out in Galesville. Uh, the Chesapeake Independent League, which is a throwback uh, to many of the old Negro leagues. I actually played in this league for the Tracy's Twins. They are rededicating a field uh, at Hot Sox Field tomorrow, Anne Arundel County Parks and Recreation. Uh, the, our great uh, leader, Jessica Lays, over there and company going to be out there dedicating this field. And we continue to uh, look for great opportunities in the community and uh, to be able to honor those folks that played at Hot Sox with a new ball field. Um, going to be a great time out there. That starts at 11 o'clock uh, tomorrow morning over in Galesville. So if you're in the area, stop on by. Yep, and I'll see you on Sunday at FedEx Field for the Jaguars and the Commanders. And one final note, just remember, Sunday is September the 11th. 100%. And much more than football, we remember the lives and the victims Uh, and the legacies of all the men and women, children that perished in the 9-11 attacks on our country. Think of them, think of their family, and think about that before you do anything stupid and say anything stupid, myself included. Uh, Remember how important that date still is and will always be. That'll do it for us. Doc and Linnell are up next with uh, Commanders. What are we calling it now? Commanders what? Uh, It's Burgundy and Gold today. Burgundy and Gold today, yeah. That's it. Burgundy and gold today with Doc and Liddell coming strong to the mic inside the locker room next right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Over here. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.